Okay, John, I want you to imagine something for me, okay? Right. Imagine someone's writing a biography of John Hawkins. Like David McCullough? Right. Well, yeah. perhaps. Okay, sure. Perhaps. Right. Uh, and, I like but they only chose to write the parts of your life where you, like, yelled at your kids, bounced a check, made an illegal left turn. I did none of those things. Well, I, you know, I'm assuming <laughs> it would be a short book. Very short book. Right. Yeah. But, but it would be very unfair. Right. Do you think it would be because a true account of as, your life? As, as my kids know, I, I don't yell at them all the time. That's correct. I often don't yell. Factually accurate, perhaps, but not a true portrait of John Hockenberry. Well, this is what happens to Detroit all the time, or at least that's what Detroiters uh, are angry about. Detroiters say that there's been a a spate of negative national media coverage, and that includes a recent uh, Dateline NBC documentary that aired on Sunday. The documentary included scenes uh, like this upcoming one, where host Chris Hansen spoke to people who didn't have anything really good to say about Detroit. What's the saddest thing you see when you look around the city? (laughs) How people stand up things. And what's the best thing about this city for you? <laughs> I don't know. What about it, Duke? What the best? <laughs> the best is all gold. <laughs> the best is all gone, you said. <laughs> the best is all gold. What they left out of there was the things that actually this uh, man, Joe Davis, said that was nice about Detroit. And there were those things. They were just left out of the uh, final documentary. And that's the problem Rochelle Riley has. She's a columnist for the Detroit Free Press. Also with us, Luther Keith. He's the executive director of Arise Detroit. It's a community coalition of 400 organizations promoting volunteerism and community activism in Detroit. Luther, let me start with you because you actually set up um, NBC to have this interview with Joe Davis. And you don't dispute anything negative, Joe Davis may have had to say about the city. No, I don't. What I what I have a problem with is none of the factual stuff. We all know what the ills of Detroit are. Was the context of it in that meeting with Joe Davis? It's not that Joe Davis was a cheerleader because uh, what was left out was the context. He was a mentor and looked out for the kids in the neighborhood, including myself. And what you don't show, it doesn't show that the context of that, and that was that he was very important in my life. He was an example of the kind of individual. Uh, that we need in every, all neighborhoods looking out for children and why we need to make the city safe, which is what Arise Detroit and other organizations are trying to work at. So it gives a little more context to our meeting and why he was in the piece. And that's just an example of some of the things, like many fine neighborhoods in Detroit, which I also showed Dateline to give them some balance where middle-class people are working and contributing foundations and other groups, and they chose not to show uh, any of that and essentially pick people living on the margins uh, to uh, reflect the what Detroit is about. Nothing wrong with that, but I think it's an unbalanced picture. Okay, and Rochelle Riley, Rochelle Riley, uh, columnist for the Detroit Free Press, this appears to be your complaint as well. You're not arguing that uh, Detroit doesn't have problems or violence or crime or poverty. What you're arguing is that Detroit has all of the other regular neighborhoods any other city has, right? Exactly. The majority of Detroit residents are middle and upper class residents who support some of the nation's most beautiful museums and galleries and restaurants. That didn't make the story. A coalition of foundations that recently announced a $200 million plan to transform education for city children, including creating 70 new schools. That didn't make the story. Um, I, I think that Dateline didn't lie in what it showed. It just lied by omission. So my takeaway is let's tell the story ourselves and stop depending on people who come in and do sort of drive-by knocks at at the city when the city is really trying to turn itself around. I I, uh, spent a lot of time in western Michigan and uh, visited Detroit tons and tons when I was in high school. And I think one of the issues in Detroit that has been a challenge for the city is the, you know, wide disparities in income from communities to community 
and 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 that the Detroit metro area is a is is made up of very very different communities, which makes it hard for the tax base to support Detroit once the industrial sector, like the auto industry, starts to decline. Is part of Detroit's problem that they have a, a difficult time overcoming those realities? Well, I think it's absolutely, absolutely true that Detroit is faced with some unique economic uh, conditions that uh, make whatever happens in the rest of the nation much more severe in Detroit. And certainly it has a, a devastating impact, particularly in an unrecent 18- uh, 24-month cycle on the economy, and clearly that's an impact as well. You know, Date Life, he's talked about the decline of the auto industry, uh, uh, to be fair, but again, it tilted so heavily in one direction that I think that's what people in Detroit feel was not fair to them. Rochelle, let me ask you, because I'm, I'm, I'm a transplant or was a transplant to Detroit. I'm, my hometown is in California, but I was in Detroit for almost 10 years, and Detroit is, is my favorite city in the world. Um, so I'm I'm biased on this issue, but I am interested in, in there's this constant complaint from Detroiters that they feel that the media portrayal is unfair. Um, but I want to ask you, do you feel media portrayal, portrayal is unfair in its facts? Do you feel media portrayal is unfair in its editorial choices? Or do you think that they're simply not seeing what you see? I think that they're unfair in their purpose. And I can tell you that, you know, Detroiters are defensive. Uh, but with good reason, because it's always just the bad stuff. Just the week before the Dateline report, CNN ran a report from an institute that said Detroit was as dangerous as Baghdad, which, of course, is ludicrous. And I think part of it is if you only focus on certain things and you don't focus on context or whys. For instance, uh, John was absolutely right about the problem with the tax base. When people leave and you have a declining tax base, you have to deal with that. Well, it's hard to deal with that when the people who are left in the city have to do things like pay three to four times the amount of everyone else in the state for car insurance or for homeowners insurance. They're still redlining and things that people, civil rights organizations have been fighting since the 60s. So there, there are reasons for the poverty and there are reasons why it's so hard to change things. But the sad thing is, and I've been in Detroit for 10 years, I'm a transplant as well, things finally are happening. The mayor just cut a $200 million deficit by $100 million. That didn't make the story. I, just, I think the main thing that Detroiters want is a sense of fairness so people can see the whole of the city. We have a response from NBC. They said uh, that they actually received overwhelmingly positive feedback after their uh, documentary and that they spent 10 months reporting the story and we will continue our reporting, they say, seeking input from a wide range of sources. Uh, Rochelle, what would be the one thing, maybe one place somebody should visit if they wanted to get a better view of Detroit? Well, I think they can start with Arise Detroit because they spent four hours with Luther who has created this, five years ago, created this amazing coalition of grassroots and large agencies that are transforming volunteerism and helping. And even though they had that, they didn't get it. And this is telling. If NBC thought the report truly was fair, then right. why did they take the outtakes of the Luther interview and Without put that on their Without mentioning Arise Detroit. Luther, that's Rochelle Riley, columnist for the Free Press, and Luther Keith, executive director of Arise Detroit.